Howdy folks, and welcome back to the tailgate. For those of you just rejoining us, we're on a road trip across America to uncover the mysteries behind tall tales, fairy tales, folk tales, fish tales, and urban legends, one interview at a time. We inherited a truck from our late Granny Mae and discovered that the crystal hanging off the rear view mirror was more than just decorative. It's a thousand pendulum leading it to the good folks behind the tales we all grew up with. Now, we know it's been a good gosh darn long time since we've aired any new episodes to the podcast, so we just wanted to keep you abreast. Honk, honk. No. (laughs) (laughs) Abreast. Or two. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It takes a lot of time and energy to gather folks, write, record, and edit each episode of the Tailgate Podcast. And the lockdowns and the early pandemic had us both for load, which allowed us all the time in the world to capitalize and travel and record to our heart's content. But once things started to reopen and everyone went back to working, well, kind of see how that complicates things. But fret not, tailgaters, because we're back. It's taken us a little while to get back on our feet and saddled up into recording booths, but here we sit. So look forward to new episodes featuring some of your favorite ghosts and cryptids, such as the jackalope, the lake wart monster, and even Bloody Mary. I could go for one of those. Well, we also got some special guest spots lined up, too as well as some cool locations such as the Alamo, Area 51, and a visit to the classic roadside attraction, The Thing. Yeah, just because we've had a gap in recording, though, doesn't mean we haven't been busy. (laughs) Oh, you dog. (laughs) Before we get down to business, what are you drinking today, Cheesehead? Well, today I've got myself a little bit of a moon man from the New Glarus Brewery up in Wisconsin. Uh, my mom and dad went to a family reunion up there and bootlegged me some back, nice. since it can only be found in America's Dairyland. Well, I got me here at the Dale Pale Dale Dale's Pale Ale. I don't know Dale Pale Ale. Dale's Pale Ale by Oscar Blues. Ooh. Yeah, it's just a trusted go-to. You know what I mean? Um, I know I know the normal from California, but they also have a, a brewery in North Carolina. Ooh, but you nice. didn't know that. Um, yeah, so we have been up to quite, quite a lot uh, in this time uh, outside of just, just prepping for future episodes of the podcast. In fact, we've done some research of our own. Somewhere along the way there, we took a little trip up to uh, Blue Ridge, Georgia to visit Expedition Bigfoot. In fact, I've got a sticker of it right here in my water bottle, the Sasquatch Museum. I got a sticker too. Yeah. That's that doesn't sound cool. I'm part of it. <laughs> I put it on our beer cooler, actually. I need to show I need to show folks at home our beer cooler. I got stickers all over that shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did go. We went to Expedition Bigfoot. Man, it was incredible. I actually just posted some, some pictures of it recently. But we got mm-hmm. plenty more. Uh, it was cool because, like, it doesn't just tell you stories about Bigfoot. It actually puts you there in the scene. Oh, what were some, oh, yeah. of, what were some of your, what was your, what was your take on it? What were some of your, your favorite spots? Um, well, I, I enjoyed how they had it uh, separated a little bit into the, the different, if you will, types of Bigfoots that have been spotted. Um, my, my, one of my favorite areas was actually right away at the entrance at the Florida Swamp Ape yes. exhibit that was right there. Skunky would have been proud. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's cool because they kind of ha- show you like the different faces of, of the, the, big, the Bigfoot, mm-hmm. uh, the Sasquatch uh, 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 species. Um, so Swamp Ace do look a little different. One of the most famous pictures, it has like a little gray-white streak down the beard, so they kind of incorporated that. You know, the room, though, if they wanted to go the extra mile, they'd get some some really shitty scents to pump in there and make it smell like swamp ass. You know what I mean? Get that real swamp, think, skunk ape feel. You I think know? that might reflect negatively on their Google reviews. 
Uh, well, then those aren't real fans of the Skunk Ape. <laughs> those aren't true Floridians. <laughs> well, I want my Skunk Ape to smell like shit. Uh, yeah, th- their Skunk Ape, though, admittedly did look a little less like Burt Reynolds than the one that we interviewed um, yeah. in our very first episode of the Tailgate Podcast. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a noticeable lack of airboats in that section of the museum, but that was landlocked. I get it. They probably don't want to, you know, give away all the surprises. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was cool too is so in that room with the swamp ape, they had they, they also kind of show you a different comparison of the footprints too. They don't all look the same. Mm. Um, but in that, they also show they also have comparisons of like the poop, which like <laughs> I feel like that's really high praise. I mean, imagine being so cool that someday your shit's in a museum. <laughs> And they compare it to other people's shit. It's like, that'd be cool. Like maybe People pay money to go look at that poop. Dude, for real. Yeah, man. I wish my stank feet and <laughs> that grizzly face in my poop made it into a museum exhibit. But they also kind of have, like, live research areas where, I mean, I say live. It, I'm sure a lot of it is probably uh, set up um, to look like it's operated in. But I, I do think some of the stuff on there was updated. So I do, I do think they still do some, some active... Uh, Mm-hmm. Active research in there, so I don't. Know, if any, if anyone um, on the uh, listening has actually done research with uh, Exhibition Bigfoot, yeah, let us know. Oh yeah, please uh, hit us up at the Tailgate Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yeah, still now, waiting on those emails. It's a real email, please. Yeah, send us it really is. We've received none. Oh, we you received know, a couple. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I lied. We received, but none of them have been stories. Yeah, like none of them have been, have been experiences or even telling us that we're fucking morons we haven't gotten any of those either <laughs> oh we have family for that <laughs> um they, yeah they, they're they disappointed them. enough in, in us as it is we don't need you people to be yeah. disappointed in us too yeah <laughs> um so they also had a theater room uh so Ooh, if yeah. you guys wanted to chill you could actually just like pop a squat uh, crisscross apple. Well, no, they had seats. You don't have to crisscross applesauce unless you just want to. Yeah. Well, it's kind of weird though, because like the, when the, the video first started, it was like uh, an animation, like a like a flash animated film. It was actually like, really cool. That was just the intro into like the the, the main film, which mm. t- to me was kind of long. It didn't didn't hold my interest as much. Granted, I do have ADHD. Um, but yeah, I still thought it was cool. Like definitely a cool offering. You know, uh, give people some variety. You know, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Sure, and if the kids get wild, you can take them into a dark little room and present them with a screen, and there you go. Yeah, and either they'll enjoy it or go to sleep. Absolutely. And if uh, that's not your speed, then you can walk right outside, and they have, like, the Yeti exhibit right there. And uh, one of my favorite things that they had there was, uh, like, a mummified hand. Yeah. A uh, uh, Yeti. I thought it was pretty, pretty nifty. I got to hand it to them on that. That was pretty good. Hey. But also, they had this little, little cold corner where it's like, this is what a Yeti would do to your tent. I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, I guess you can probably just pick it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's actually it's pretty pretty cordial for them. But, um, yeah, it kind of takes you to, I, I think it's like Tibet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, a, like a thing in Tibet. You get like the old Tibetan uh, pr- uh, prayer prayer tapestry, like prayer flags. Oh, yeah, they had those uh, all along the outside. Probably actually see it in that picture on the Instagram. Yeah, well, I'll post it if not. But, uh, uh yeah, and they also had, there's a story of this Bigfoot that attacked uh, these two two gentlemen in a, in, a, in a cabin. And you get to kind of see the whole scene um, unfold. Mm. The only thing that's kind of weird, though, is you see both of, the, both of the hands are breaking through the door, like the Bigfoot hand. But then you see him, like, looking at him through the windows, like, how, how long <laughs> right, are your like arms? The, Bigfoot? The longest, or the longest neck in the world. Dude, for um, <laughs> Bigfoot, yeah, big that, neck. That part was cool because it has, like, a, a set of headphones you can put on and, and listen to 
I mean, it's obviously it's not a real recording, but like a, a dramatization of it. Yeah. But a few feet away is another set of headphones where you can listen to recordings of Bigfoots talking to each other. Yeah, and, uh, you know, hard to know what they're saying, but... <laughs> <laughs> Probably saying something like, oh, I, mean, I just took a big dump over there and that guy picked it up and put it in a weird box. That's <laughs> yeah, probably right. nothing going to come out of that, right? No. Like, why are they dumping that shit on my footprint? It's kind of <laughs> weird. Maybe it's a kink or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, then they also had like the, a, a traditional Bigfoot as well. You could. Um, mm. um, they did not They did not have a, a full-size representation of the Alabama white thing, but they did represent him, but they put like the names of all these other alternate, um, um, Sasquatch on the wall between mm. the bathrooms. So I guess yeah, when you so go take your shit, you <laughs> exactly. If, if you wanted to, you know, have someone come out of the bathroom and think you're a real creeper for standing right next to the bathroom, you can just be like, Oh, I'm looking at these flags of these names of Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm just looking at that white thing. <laughs> well, I could also be taking that won't get you arrested. Well, I mean, it's on the wall, though. The Al- sorry, Alabama. That would just make it your okay. brother's white thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah. um, so, Expedition Foot, I definitely would recommend it. I think it was really cool, really comprehensive, and much larger than I thought it was going to be. I, I feel like a mm. lot of the, the cryptid kind of roadside uh, uh, like museums or, or like air, air quote museums or air quote research sure. centers. This felt like, I mean, a lot of thought and heart was put into this. Um, it, it was definitely very well laid out, and they have a variety of things to do. I mean, you can you can feel, you can look, you can listen, you can touch. Oh, I said that. Yeah. So no. you can touch, you can see, you can hear, you can watch. Like there, there are so many different things you can poop. Uh, so many different interactive <laughs> elements that, that you can do here. So it should appease everybody. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I would also recommend it. I thought that it was very informative and uh, and entertaining, even. Um, the price is pretty cheap. I think it was like $6.50 for a ticket yeah. to go through the museum. Dude, for sure. Uh, yeah. The only real downside is that it's a little ways out of town. It's about an hour and a half or two hours north of Atlanta. But the perk of that is mm-hmm. driving on up there, you can hit some of the best barbecue in Georgia. Oh, 100%. And there are breweries... Everywhere in Yeah, Georgia. what's that one we went to? The, the one on, uh, on Carter River? K. We went to Carter K Brewing. Yeah, right I'll, I'll put some updates on that, too. Cause I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was some good stuff. Everything. And uh, if you're into pets, they have lots of papers in there where you can look at pets that are up for adoption. Oh. And you can also bring your pet there, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you are. Um, oh, yeah. But before we go on any further, a moment from our sponsors. So you're an artist or creative person. At ArtistAmigos.com, we are too. We're an artist-run print shop that specializes in art prints, vinyl stickers, posters, banners, and a lot of what you need for conventions. Or your online store. We know firsthand the challenges you face when selling and creating. So at ArtistAmigos.com, we're here to help print and provide what you need to be amazing. So you can focus on what you do best. Create. Visit us at ArtistAmigos.com and artistamigos underscore printing on Instagram. Witches in the woods, witches in the skies, witches making easy bacon children berry pies. Hi, Gary Grunch here with a smoking hot new product that's going to change your life. It's called the Easy Bake Coven. It's going to revolutionize how you witches bake children. 
You may be asking yourself, but Gary, with so many ovens on the market, which one is right for me? I see what I did there. Conventional ovens smoke up the joint when used broiling those choilins. And think of the mess. But there ain't no scrubbing with the Easy Bake Coven. Just ask this broad. As a witch, cleaning is definitely my least favorite spell. With the Easy Bake Coven, you slide in the brat. Simple as that. Now I know what you's thinking. Gary, what about the price? Well, my witches, buckle up your broomsticks, cause this Easy Bake Coven's gonna be yours. For only five easy payments of $59.99. What an owl, we even throw in the shit mitt. The perfect mitt for when those kids take a shit. Now, you'll never have to cancel that Hansel. What the Easy Bake Coven? To order your Easy Bake Coven, have your own crypto card ready. Call 1999-7929. That's 1999-7929. Children sold separately. What are yours today? So, beyond just exploring big feet in Georgia, we did something else in Georgia. In, uh, in fact, while we were in Georgia was, um, was uh, over Labor Day weekend, uh, the Tailgate Podcast went to Dragon Con. That's right. No better place to find a cryptid than at Dragon Con. Yeah. Well, maybe not cryptids, but certainly lots of weird stuff. Yeah, dragons. I mean, they can't count. Krampus mm. is there sometimes. He is, yeah. and all kinds of bipedal furry animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we did we, we did some cosplaying ourselves. Um, I think I already posted a picture of this. We went to the aquarium as Quint and, and uh, Chief Brody from Jaws. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, and we, we bumped into a really nice fella that actually hooked us up with VIP tickets, so all you can eat, all you can drink, baby. Yeah. Plus we Thank got you p- so much to <clears throat> Jeff, yeah. who we definitely know listens to this podcast for sure. Well, I mean, he doesn't. But <laughs> I can reach out and let him know we're, we're in here virtually shaking your hand, man. Thank you. Um, you made a pretty sick Aquaman. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool because you got a party. Uh, the VIP room actually has um, a, a, a large open window into the whale shark tank and also mm. a more dimly lit um, uh, window into the beluga whale tank. So that was actually sure. really cool. So like. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And a lot of a lot of costumes it definitely encourages a lot of like aquatic themed costumes. I've seen uh, big daddies down there. Uh, well, mm. Jeff was dressed as Aquaman. We were dressed as Quint and Brody from Jaws. Strangely enough, I didn't see any costumes from Clyde and Seymour take Pirate Island from SeaWorld. No, just uh, me. Oh yeah, okay. the, oh, the, the, the Sea Lion show. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, yeah. Well, I don't know what goes. I haven't been to SeaWorld in. I didn't I, see any of you know last flipper. Right. Well, you know, yo, you know. Speaking of speaking of sad things, Winter the dolphin died. Oh no! Yeah, from dolphin tail. Yeah, she lived in the 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 Florida aquarium where you and I went to hang out with the penguins that one time. Mm-hmm. In Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else nice. died? Snooty. No. For y'all who don't know, at my wedding, it was at the South. South Florida Museum was actually really beautiful, but in attendance was the world's oldest living manatee, Snooty. At the time. Yeah. He was, he was 65, I think. Mm-hmm. And he still lived for a few more years after that. Yeah, he did not die of natural causes. He got stuck. Someone left one of the vents, one of the, the, the vents down into, like, the filter room, and he got stuck in it and drowned. I bet that guy doesn't work there anymore. I uh, would think not. Maybe he got I hired to see one. No, okay. Um, oh my god! <laughs> uh, but you know, DragonCon was really cool. We met some cool people. So I met uh, Carolina Ravasa. I'm sure, that's Carolina Ravasa. She's the voice of Sombra from Overwatch. 
Uh, we also met Anjali. She's the voice of Symmetra. Super cool, super sweet girls. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 you know the costumes in Overwatch for both of those girls, they've actually done like cryptid and monsters before. Like I know Som- uh, Sombra had she was a Bride of Frankenstein, one of hers, um, an Ice Queen, and one of them as well. And then I think Symmetra mm-hmm. was like a mermaid. Um, oh. and a dragon as well. Actually, she has a dragon skin. It was actually, oh, right. yeah. I have seen that, that dragon skin. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, yeah. Uh, I also met Jim Butcher, uh, the author of Dresden Files. So I've actually read all the Dresden Files books. Um, brag. Yeah. So, so, so kind of long time, <laughs> long time fan of Jim Butcher. And he got to sign my book. I also met, oh shit, uh, Kevin Anderson. Um, he did some of my favorite Star Wars books growing up. So like, uh, Legend of the Bounty Hunters, oh, Tales of the Bounty Hunters, um, and he signed my book as well, so that was really cool. And then, you know who else I met. That's right, Macho Man Randy Savage. Negative. <laughs> I met DDP himself, Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Cutter, baby. Yeah, I, I know who that is, for sure. Well, if you'd ask him, he'll say, yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. It's kind of one of his. Yeah, Does he I mean, throw elbows after that, or yeah. yeah. Well, he it? does a diamond cutter. It's kind of it's, oh, a, it's yeah. a cutter. It's kind of like, like kind of almost like a stunner, like Stone Cold Stunner. Didn't do the kick. Okay. Uh, the RKO. I think I said. Gotcha. Yeah, and then I spent a ton of money on artwork. Ooh, what art you get? Uh, oh, I did get a cryptid-looking deer. Ooh. Um, made of lava, with hands for antlers. I know that sounds stupid and weird. Um, what? Well, no, you ever, you, ever, you ever see the movie The Ritual? I did not. Oh man, there's like this deer-looking thing. And you think he's got antlers, but really his whole head is a decapitated corpse. And what you're looking at are the feet that look oh, like antlers. God. But then the arms that are dangling still function. And where the head's cut off, if you look in the hole, there's two little eyes peering out. Well, that's horrifying. Thank you. I will have nightmares for the rest of the week. He uh, actually was pretty serious. It would be really good movie. <laughs> it's like a folk horror movie. I'll have to give that the ritual. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. All right. I also got a cryptid-looking little Totoro Aww. artwork well, and some flying whales. Well, I actually met an artist. Well, I met the artist's wife from the, the, the gallery, Gerald. And then my wife actually got me uh, a print of Bilbo Baggins with Smog. And it was actually one of the prints that Peter Jackson used as an influence for his film. And he even credited the artist uh, in the movie. So that's pretty good. And, and The Hobbit, awesome. y'all who don't know me, the, the Hobbit... The Unexpected Journey is one of my favorite movies. The rest, mm-hmm. not and so I, much. But yeah. I just started reading The Hobbit yesterday. That's going to be my first book of 2022. Yeah, I felt like the fr- I felt like the first Hobbit blended. Like I could watch the first Hobbit and then watch Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. I, I don't think the other t- the second one was fine, but the third one was just straight up bad. I think if there was a cut, or if you just had control of the remote and you could just fast forward through. Into only the bits that you you really need. Well, you know, skip all the so white that orcs, skip it all exists. the Battle of the Fight Army. Well, that, no, that actually exists. So I think it's uh, Topher Grace when he was um, <clears throat> Topher Grace played David Duke, like a real super hella racist guy uh, in the movie The Black Klansman, because he played such a like a real life uh, despicable human being. To accurately channel that in the film, he he needed a way to kind of uh, decompress when he got home and not take that home with him. And so one of his projects when he got home was to take all three Hobbit movies and make them into one solid, cohesive movie. Oh, wow. Uh, and he, he, I think as a college project, he had done the same thing with the Star Wars prequels. And apparently it's one of the best cuts of Star the Star Wars. Like, he did a phenomenal, like, single film out of the trilogy by cutting out, I mean, 
heaps of storylines and characters, and you don't see them ever sure. again, but it just made a better single story. And he did the same with The Hobbit. I wish he'd released the Topher cut. <laughs> Topher cut. Topher cut. Let's see him. Yeah, well, the first um, Hobbit, though, ended dead center in the books. I'm like, why don't you just make one more movie that ends the show? I mean... Right, well, and then the second one is called The Desolation of Smaug, and then Smaug doesn't desolate anything until the beginning of the third movie right. when he immediately dies. Right, it should just be called, like, the real quick meeting with Smaug. The lengthy discussion of Smaug. <laughs> right. right, the cordial conversation. Um, we did get some really cool uh, cryptid theme stuff, and actually, where I got that that Totoro artwork was from the Catawampus Press, Ooh. and she has a ton of stuff on on her Instagram and on her her websites uh, that are cryptid theme. Yeah, so from Catawampus, I got um, prints of uh, Krampus, Skunk Ape, Jersey Devil, and I believe Mothman. Nice. Yeah. It was a good Dragon Con. Yeah, well, I already got tickets for next year. So, any other podcasts out there uh, that go to Dragon Con, it'd be nice to, to link up. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, let us know. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, over the over over this this past year, I actually got really into a card, a collectible card game called MetaZoo. I want to say it's like Pokemon. It, it, it's, it's very inspired by Pokemon. They even have like the old like the watercolor art and stuff mm. in the style of like the '90s Pokemon cards, but it's all cryptids. So. You have, like, Bigfoot in there, Jersey Devil in there, Mothman's obviously the kind of the Charizard of this group. Um, bird, uh, Skunk Ape's not out yet, but he's coming out. And I actually was lucky enough to, to get in when they still were handing out sample cards, which are actually worth quite a bit of money. And um, mm. I got, uh, originally I got the, the Wendigo, but I know he's one of the, the fan favorites, but I just didn't, my, the one that I wanted was Paul Bunyan, so I traded for Paul <laughs> Bunyan. Uh, so I got, I, I got a sick card of Paul Bunyan. Um, eventually, I got Babe as well. We got the Hodag. Actually, a lot of the a lot of the folks we've interviewed for the podcast are in this card game. So, uh, nice. I mean, Hug and Molly um, is in there. Skunk Ape's going to be in there. Uh, Hodag's in there. Uh, Alabama White Thing's actually in it. <laughs> <laughs> and one day we will interview Bigfoot. It's coming. Alabama White Thing. The White Thing. Well, actually, I did it. I said it almost just like him. Yeah, that was pretty good. Kind of pretty good impression. Yeah, I mean, from what I hear, yeah. I've uh, actually never spoken to him in my life. Well, maybe, maybe you know, maybe Bigfoots take our turds that we drop in the woods <laughs> and then have a human museum. Are they like so? They're like Arthur Weasley from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and they have like they have like they have like uh, casts of like Nike, like like Jordan prints. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not for me. You know, my ass can't afford no Jordans. But yeah, I got my crop print out there. But uh, yeah, it's kind of circle back. We would love to to have segments where we actually read stories from y'all at home. So any any kind of ghost story or any kind of weird uh, uh, encounters you've had, be them something you've seen in the sky or something that's spoken to you at night. And and I feel like maybe you and I should kick off with our own in an upcoming episode because like yeah, you've seen stuff, I've seen stuff, and experienced stuff too. So I feel like maybe we should get the ball rolling with ourselves, and then uh, maybe that'll invite our folks at home to share some of your stuff too. I would love that. Because if you don't start writing letters to our emails, we're going to write fake letters to ourselves and just talk to ourselves. Because that's what we're good at. But yeah, we do, we do have some more guest spots coming up, stuff like that. So look forward to hearing us. Sorry, we're kind of like rambling here. But, um, and if you ever want to even be a guest on our podcast, we'd love to have you. If you'd like to have us on yours, we've done that before too. So I think I was on the, oh, the yeah. Bigfoot Society. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and we were also on... Um, digital toilet paper. Digital TP. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Let's get out there and 
Make some more content. And, and, and in the meantime, we, we might do more episodes like this, kind of just uh, shooting the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like the sound of that. You got any shit to shoot? Also, please remember to email us at the tailgatepodcast at gmail.com. See you later, tailgaters. <laughs>